Hi everyone, my name is Thomas Pinder. Welcome to We're Not Really Alone. This is our second podcast, and today we're talking about tattoos. I know that for me, these have been an issue of contention in my own life, but now there's something that I have quite a different opinion on than I did when I was younger. I think when I was growing up, I was mostly taught that people who had tattoos had made poor decisions or something. And looking back on it, there wasn't even necessarily a reason given, but it was seen as something that was either a waste of time or energy or resources. And then when I was 13, I got really into this band called 21 Pilots. They're still pretty popular today, uh, mostly known for their hits Stressed Out, as well as other ones. But the lead singer, Tyler Joseph, was at a fan meet and greet and was asked about his tattoos. I was just really into the new band, and so I was watching interviews left and right. But at this particular interview, it was a meet and greet, and the fan wanted to know the meaning behind his many visible tattoos. And so, he responded in an interesting way. He answered the question with a story. He didn't avoid the question or just say no, but he gave an interesting perspective. He answered the question with a story. He didn't avoid the question or just say no, but he gave a unique perspective. He explained how when he worked at a restaurant when he was younger, his boss gave him a few rules. The rules were to not discuss politics, religion, or what you believe. And he thought to himself that those things are pretty important as human beings and really make up who we are. But nonetheless, he adhered to the policy. Um, but he found himself finding that maybe it is a little overwhelming to walk up to somebody and interrogate them by asking, hey, like, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you care about? That person might be understandably overwhelmed that might back up and i know i probably would um but in tyler's mind he he wondered why that is the case like why can't we talk about those things those things are important to us as human beings and the beauty of a tattoo in joseph's mind was that anyone can look at a tattoo and say hey that's a nice piece it's really beautiful what does that mean or what's the story behind it it's always possible in these scenarios so for him he sees tattoos as a gateway to a conversation about the important things that we care about and what we believe. So when he finished his story, he came back and addressed the fan. But before he gave his answer, he made the observation that there was a mic between him and the fan. And he said that he didn't want to see himself as any more significant than the fan is just because he had a microphone and the fan didn't. So he said that this was something that he would talk with him about in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, not into a microphone. And I thought that was really cool, even though I was frustrated because I wanted to know the meaning, but I just never heard a perspective like that on tattoos. At this point in my life, I'd already started to like them and really enjoy seeing them on other people and thinking about them for myself, but this just gave me a whole nother perspective to think about and it added depth to the idea of what a tattoo could be. And since then, I've unequivocally loved tattoos. I came in as a freshman in college thinking about tons and tons of designs for tattoos. Uh, then as the year went on, I wanted more. I wanted waterfalls, words, pretty much anything that was remotely meaningful to me at the time. But I was only 17 when I came to college. And so I would talk to my dad, who's also a fan of tattoos, and he sort of steered me against grabbing so many right away. But I was kind of upset because I thought like we were on the same page. We, we had both come to think that these things could be meaningful and beautiful. They're not to be looked down upon like we once thought. And I felt so sure in myself and in the designs for these tattoos, but I was getting told no and it didn't make any sense to me. Um, and my dad and I had a good relationship and still do. It wasn't from a place of mistrust or anger that he said no, it was just his honest opinion at the time. But looking back, being 21 now, I'm actually glad that he said no. 
Because if I had some of those tattoos, I think that I would have to get a ton of them covered up. I actually didn't end up getting my first tattoo until I was 21. It's really funny because I was so sure about the designs I wanted. And I thought to myself, this is it, 100%, what I want, what I will always want. But looking at it now, I think I see more nuance in tattoos. For example, I think sleeves are really beautiful. To be able to almost like tell a narrative about a collection of tattoos is something that can be really impactful, communicating something that words might not be able to do. And I think for my own self at times, uh, I can be really impulsive and it's wise for someone like me to think through the design of a tattoo that I wanna get first and sit on it for a period of time. Not to the point where all I do is overthink it, never do anything, um, but also deciding not to just jump in and get something without thinking. This is just my experience. I do think something really cool about tattoos is that you may not even be super on board when you first get them. <laughs> For example, when I got my first tattoo, even though I loved the design, I thought they might have been a little too big. But my tattoo artist, Philip Wolves, he did an incredible job. But I found myself looking at it like right after it was done thinking like, is it a little too big or too much? And I remember looking at it like a day or two later and thinking like, no, 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 this is my favorite thing in the world. This is beautiful. It's not too big, not too small. I remember before I got it, he looked at me like, you're a big guy, like you should get a bigger design. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I just, but I'm really glad I went through with it because clearly he had the artistic vision in that moment that I didn't have. And so I'm really thankful for that. And so I have a few tattoos, but I'm only really gonna talk about two of them in detail. I wanted my tattoos to be something that I had thought about for a while, something that could be a conversation starter. That being said, a tattoo can also be something that's just meaningful or beautiful to you, which is why I'm not going to discuss all of them. I don't think that every tattoo has to have this indescribably deep meaning. I think that's unrealistic. And we don't need to put those type of expectations on ourselves. I think there's beauty in the experience of getting one and just looking at them and admiring them. I think we can admire tattoos like we admire a painting, a song, or a good meal, or any other art form for that matter. It doesn't have to evoke the deepest emotions, but it can still be something that creates a sense of joy in us as people and so <laughs> i understand that you can't actually see my tattoos since this is an audio podcast but i think i would rather you picture something in your own mind as you think about how it might look i think that's the beauty of art and interpretation each of us brings something unique to the table and take something different away helping us influence each other and what we think about and what we consider in this life and who knows i may decide to show one of them on our instagram at we're not rly alone but for now, I just want to know how you all interpret them. So I'm going to invite you to try on this little exercise as I describe the tattoo. So the first tattoo I'm going to talk about is a rose that I have on my bicep. So it's more of a neo-traditional design, but it fills up the majority of my left bicep. It's a deep red with black undertones, allowing the skin as a sort of contrast for the rose. It then has some forest green leaves come out of the bottom with a stem that hints on red with some black outlining that goes down to the bottom of my forearm. And the reason I got this tattoo is because I love Tyler, the creator. If you don't know who that is, it's one of my favorite artists, if not my favorite artist of all time. And I understand that opinions on him are somewhat controversial, but I will say many people think different things on Tyler, the creator, but I think that his art has shown and continues to show what a growing person looks like. You can visibly see him become more sure of himself, who he is, what he thinks about and believes in his music and all creative pursuits. And he has his hands in so many different things. And I think that that shows a lot of versatility as a person. In particular, one album of his really stands out to me. It's called Flower Boy, and it came out right after my senior year of high school. 
It's an album that was unlike any of his others before. He opens the album with a ton of questions about himself, his life, and life itself, confessing some things that he had never spoken about in his music before. The album's full of vulnerability, openness, discussion of insecurities, sexuality, different memories, which are things that all of us are trying to navigate through, I think. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And the name, Flower Boy, is in some respects a backhanded way of alluding to him as a person. He had been known as someone who was very rough around the edges, and this had come through in most of his prior music. But he reveals in this beautifully orchestrated album, much of, if not all, produced by him, that he has many deep fears, insecurities, feelings of loneliness, depression, and doubts riddled within his mind. And at the same time, he can feel all those things while simultaneously feeling confident, sure of himself, engaged in wonder, engaged in beauty, in bliss, and creativity. The music itself is a different style than any of his other music before, mixing pop style with R&B crooning combined with Tyler's first specialty, hip-hop. And there's one song in particular on the album called Where This Flower Blooms, featuring Frank Ocean, whose music I also love. And on this song, Tyler describes that whoever you are, whatever your interest is, whatever your metaphorical garden is, to continue to water it, to allow your flowers to bloom. And I think that this is a beautiful idea. So like whoever you are, whatever your interests are, water your flowers, water your garden. Your interests are those flowers. What you care about is that garden. Invest in it. Put time in it. And the reason I got the rose on my bicep is because I think a lot of times we can assume that strength only comes in physical ways. And I'm not saying physical strength isn't part of life. It totally is. But I think that true and genuine strength comes in watering your flowers, whatever they are, being the person that you genuinely are. Investing in things that you love and staying true to the person that you're continuing to become. And so, the other tattoo I'm going to mention today is uh, one I have on the left side of my left shoulder, <laughs> on the top of my left arm. It's a pretty simple design, but it's one of my most meaningful tattoos. So basically what it is, uh, there's no shading with additional colors. It's a simpler design than the last one. It's the sun peeking out behind a cloud. But the sun takes up most of the space of the tattoo. But the cloud is in front of it. And so I decided to get this tattoo as a sort of representation for hope. Depression and anxiety is a huge part of my story, and I wanted to have something that pays homage to these moments. At one point in my life, uh, when I was first starting to experience all this, um, dealing with self-harm and suicidal thoughts, one of those days I had this image pop into my head. And the sequence of events of thinking about this image came in one of two ways, but I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure because I have a drawing of the design on my bathroom wall and I can't remember what happened first, the drawing or the idea popping in my head. One, I either drew it when I was 16, before I had personally started my journey with depression and anxiety, but I had seen family members and others go through it. Or two, I thought of it during this time and then drew it. But if my memory serves me correctly, I had this image of hope up on the very simple piece of paper from a composition book, just on my bathroom wall, to the right of the mirror. I think that as a result, subconsciously, it was something that crept its way into my mind. The concept is the idea that the sun is there even if you can't see it, like hope is there even if you can't feel it. And I know it may be a little cliche, but sometimes we could use a little cliche in these moments. Like even if things are blurry or dark, life is still worth living. And life's too short, precious and beautiful for us to not participate in it, to not be here. I don't mean that in a condemning way, but in an optimistic way, in the face of despair. 
kind of way. <laughs> so maybe tattoos aren't just practice of people. Um, it's easy to see as degenerates. The former misfits have stories too. Maybe we all have a little misfit in us. This is We're Not Really Alone. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you checking in again, and I hope you feel like you have a place here. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at We're Not Really Alone. That's We're Not R-O-Y Alone. And we'll be posting updates and quotes throughout the upcoming week. And I might post a picture of my tattoo there. You'll have to see. There, you can also stay updated on topics we'll be discussing, questions you have, or things you're interested in me addressing on the podcast. Thank you so much.